0: You're listening to the G-Force Podcast, presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Hi, this is Gigi Burke with Burke Brokerage and G-Force. I'm here today with Debbie Lewis, City Council District A, Joe Geruso. Good
1: morning, Debbie and Gigi. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here.
0: So we wanted to talk to you, Joe, today about the assessments for property taxes. And we had some questions that um, have been coming up, so uh, we'd like you to explain the process of property assessments and how taxes get raised or the assessments get raised the values
1: it's a great question so it's really sort of two different buckets one bucket is we have millages that sit on us all the time and so we're always paying every year when you get your property taxes those 156 mills and for those people who live in the lakefront you pay for your security district as well What happens every four years is there is a quadrennial reassessment. And so the assessor comes in, reevaluates large parts of the city. And as we're seeing, particularly in the lakefront area, the assessments are going way up. Now we can talk about how people appeal and what they do, but those assessments are going up because the assessments go up. All of the taxing entities, and there are entities separate from the city council, are required to roll those millages back to be revenue neutral. So I'll give an easy example. Let's suppose one millage is at 10 mills right now, and the average increase of property taxes across the city is about 20%. It's 18. Mm-hmm. Then the mill would get rolled back from 10 to 8 mills so that's revenue neutral. The question then becomes, what does the taxing entity do? Do they take that 8 mill? that really isn't going to increase your taxes that much and keep it at 8 mils? Do they roll it forward to 8.15 mils, which is a modest increase, or do they roll it all the way back up to 10, which is really going to jack up your taxes? So that's really where a lot of the conversation is centered, and of course on people being really concerned about how much their assessments have gone up in a short period of time.
2: So just because their assessment went up doesn't mean that necessarily their taxes are going to take an incremental increase that's proportional to what their assessment went up. You're saying that if the millages didn't get – it got rolled back or not increased, their tax bill might not be increasing significantly.
1: That's right. You're you What's – Which would likely happen. The reason why I'm pausing there a little bit is there is probably even with the millages rolling back and if nobody touches single millage just because of the fact that your assessment is a little bit higher, your taxes will increase a little bit, but it's probably not so much that you'd really notice. The big issue, as you're pointing out, is is those millages. And so part of the conversation we're starting to have, and my office is working on finalizing a PowerPoint that we're going to share with the neighborhoods and and on our list, is, look, here are the millages that the city council controls exclusively. You need to know about those. Here are the millages historically that the council – sort of passes through because somebody else has recommended. So the 16 mills that sewage and water board has, for example. And then here are some millages we have no control over. So the Orleans Parish School Board with its 45 mills, which is the biggest chunk by any one single entity um, outside of the city, We, we, the city council, have no control over that. We have no control of the sheriff. We have no control of the levy board. um, And I would argue uh, we have no control over the board of liquidation either, which is in charge of the city's debt. So um, it's a process of educating and making sure people know who they need to talk to about this.
2: And um, I guess a good question would be, too, probably most residents would have this question, too. How come the – it's only every four years that these – You know, assessments are done or reassessments are done as opposed to a gradual increase every year, because I think that most of us would be more comfortable with knowing this is my value. This is based on what's happening right now. But we could expect an annual increase of a certain percentage as opposed to people getting hit with a bigger assessment all at one time.
1: It's a great question. I think the theory behind it is that the market changes. And so if you do it every single year, then are you re- responding to blips in, in, in a point of time as opposed mm-hmm. to all of the data that's happening? The issue, I think, and particularly, again, affecting the lakefront is there are so many people who haven't been reassessed, mm-hmm. not just for four years, but seven years, eight years, nine years or longer. Right. And they're saying, oh my gosh, all of a sudden our taxes have gone up 30 percent, 45 percent, 50, 100 percent. And so that's, I think, where the real issue is, um, is that there hasn't been, as you said, this incremental increase in the past. Now, all of a sudden, um, it's this huge, huge burden that's coming on people. And that's what people are really scared about.
0: Why wasn't there adjustments four years ago to some of those
1: I can't answer that, Gigi. Um, I think that's really something that the assessor is going to have to look at because it's really, and look, I tell people all the time, I got to own what's mine. And if I vote on something and it comes before me, that's my decision. But in fairness, the assessor is the one who determines the fair market value of what the properties are. And I was telling Debbie before uh, we got started that I, I have not been reassessed in quite a long time. So two or three years ago, I started telling my wife, it's coming, it's coming. And I've frankly been shocked that it's taken this long. The problem is, back to sort of Debbie's question, is it's the sticker shock. It's, It's everything hitting all at once that's making it so tough for people right now. And in fairness, people say, not only are my taxes increasing by so much, even if I've done nothing with my property, but also what's going on with the services I'm getting in return. And now the cities or the taxing entities are asking me to pay even more.
0: Right. And you can get the breakdown of where all the money is going, correct?
1: You can look at the budget. It's it's a really tricky thing, though. So the the bottom line is the mills are tied to the assessments, and to the extent that the millage um, amount is based on what the assessments are. So a mill equals a certain amount of dollars, right? I think right. it's one one thousandth of whatever the, the taxable bill is so um uh, like this year i think three mills equals maybe roughly about 10 million dollars well as assessments go up the value of a mill goes up as well so that's that's why you do the whole roll back um so you have to look at the millage rate number one and then number two you have to look at sort of where that money goes so um The money for the school board goes to the school board and then certain things that the city receives money for are supposed to be earmarked for that. So let me give you a very good example. We have a 1.9 mills on streets and signs and infrastructure. Well, that was right. um, All right. It's not very much. It's only it's only about um, seven or eight million dollars. Well, a couple of years that those mills were diverted elsewhere. Well, that's a real problem, right? Because even yes. with that small amount of money, you want you want the millages to be going to what it's it's earmarked for. And and that is something obviously you want to make sure that if if the voters have voted and approved those millages, that the money is actually going to what their stated purpose is.
2: As we kind of talked about earlier, just because the assessment went up doesn't mean that necessarily the tax bill will be increased by that much for for a homeowner. But if they do have a drastically higher tax bill, how can the city work with them if they can't afford to to maybe pay double the taxes that they were paying last year? Are there options for them? Besides, and I know we're gonna talk about how you would challenge your assessment, but what if they have a tax bill that's now gonna be financially strapping them? Are there options for them through the city to defer payments or work out a payment plan? I'm just curious.
1: I, the short answer is I'm I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, other than the new law that got passed that says if your homestead property has been increased by more than fifty percent, the city has to phase it in over four years. Okay. Um, so so that way you don't necessarily take the hit all in yeah. year one. It would be it would be theoretically twenty five percent increase every single year if mm-hmm. the city does it. Uh, I I one of the arguments though that you're sort of making and that I heard last night at a neighborhood meeting and that. I've been saying to my colleagues is we, the city, collectively, the administration and the council talk a lot about affordable housing, mm-hmm. right? That we need to provide more and we need to make the city as livable as possible. If you keep on changing the tax structure on people, you're really taking away the affordable housing that exists right now and making it even more of a burden for people who are low income, middle income, fixed income, and even, and even higher than that. So I worry because here we are saying we want to make this a livable city for everybody and that we want to make it for, for everyone who wants to live here. And how do we fund? You start making those taxes so high and out of reach for people, they're just going to go live in, in the outlying areas.
0: Yeah, I know that people that are landlords are talking about raising rents already um, because, you know, they're not going to make any money or they're, they're now a negative cash flow. And either they're going to sell their property or... You know, raise their rent, so it does hit the the bottom tier of people trying to make make it. You know, just on a fixed income. Well,
1: that's that's absolutely right. And if you're a logical landlord, you say, okay, this is where my profit is, and now my expenses have risen, so somebody else has to pay those expenses so you're right gg it's a good point i was sort of taking it from a homeowner's perspective but really it's going to hit the renters in the pocketbook too uh mm-hmm. and, and so it's a it's a it's a good point because i think a lot of times homeowners tend to think we're the only ones who absorb these tax increases or what happens when there's a millage but the renters mm-hmm. feel it in, in in their monthly rent checks as well <laughs>
0: maybe, Not maybe not right away but over time they definitely will Um, One thing I did want to bring up is that they have a website, NolaAssessor.com, and we were sending people there. People were asking, I didn't get a tax bill, so they were going to the website, and it was last week. And then Saturday, um, I know Debbie in our office Mm -hmm. got her tax bill, and it wasn't the same as what was on NOLA Assessor. So they had raised the Property value, the land value, but had not raised the building value. And then when she got the the bill, which was dated July, the end of July, but she didn't receive it until last week, which would have been the first week in August, Mm -hmm. Um, so several weeks after the bill was actually dated, um, it was a different number. So I just wanted to make everybody aware of that um, and to make sure that they're rechecking NOLA assessor to make sure that they're building. Um, because once you miss the, is it August 22nd? August
1: 22nd is the last day for formal appeal. We're really urging people to try and do it by August 19th, because that's the day. That is the day for the, the what we think is the lower tiered appeal. Mm-hmm. But if you wait till the 22nd, it's a formal appeal, and there may just be a higher burden on you. So- Oh, well, we're, we're we're really we're really trying to we're trying to yeah we're trying to nudge people to that to that 19th date absolutely so i guess can I answer that in two yes. parts so first sort of gtd your your direct question is uh, yes, and if you look, because y'all were kind enough to send me most of the questions in advance, mm-hmm. we did our homework. And if you look at the assessor's website, there is a little star on there. And underneath the star on the website, it says something like, Unverified. Right, yes. unverified, right. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the assessor would say that that's my disclaimer, that what you're seeing is my being nice and trying to get you the information in advance, so it's subject to change until you get your letter. The problem psychologically, though, is I see a number on a page. I'm already exasperated that my number has gone up a whole bunch. And now you've increased my anxiety because I've gotten a letter that is even higher than what it was and it's not what I'm expecting. So it's sort of two two punches to the gut simultaneously uh, that I think a lot of people are feeling. Mm -hmm. And and as I was thinking about, Debbie, your question too – The other thing is there is an age freeze that can Mm -hmm. be in effect as well i think it's it's important to mention that so if your income is below seventy seven thousand thirty six dollars and something like 45 cents and i think it's age 65 you can get an age freeze on your house so that is another means for people um right so we want to make sure that people know that information separate apart from the appeal process Mm -hmm.
2: so i guess really the the bottom line would be to make sure that uh, it seems like the assessor went in two phases. They went in and kind of assessed the land values first across the board and then went in and adjusted structure values. So, um, yeah, it was a little bit of shock. And I go, I know this is not the tax bill that's come out. It's just the letter saying this is what your assessment is now. Um, so we won't know or people won't really know what their tax application is until the tax bills come out in december
1: that's right and and that's part of and and look there's a lot of savvy people who live in this area Mm -hmm. um i tell my staff all the time we have really smart people in district a and so they ask really good questions and they want to know how the process works this is complicated let's be really clear about this separating millages, from assessments, from the process is not very easy. And we're trying our our level best to explain it. And I thank y'all for doing this. Uh, But yes, that's why it's so important for people to look at whatever they get in that first letter, to go to the appeal process if they feel like They've been wronged in some way, whether it runs the gamut from the square footage to I bought my house eight months ago and I'm assessed much higher than what I bought my house for just a short period of time. I haven't really done any improvements in 40 years. Um, My building value shouldn't be as high as it is. And then also, please contact your public officials across the board um, and your friends who are on some of those boards who are taxing enemies to tell them that rolling those millages all the way forward is going to be a lot to stomach for.
2: When do the millages get determined? Like what's the cutoff to know when what the tax implications are going to be.
1: It it would be done in the fourth quarter of this year. I'm not quite sure if it's done um, at the same time we have to pass the budget, which is December 1. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's either November or December. So there's plenty of time. And that's part of the reason why we're trying to be really aggressive about telling people is because we want to give them – It's hard for us because it means we're getting a lot of emails about it, but it also means we want people to be very well educated about this and contact our office, contact the other council member's office, contact the school board, contact people you know on the sewage and water board or Audubon Commission uh, to make sure that all the people who are in charge of these different taxing entities are, are responding to what their constituents are saying.
0: We thank you for coming out today, and we um, would love to have you come back and talk to us some more, but I did want to um, do this today because we're running out of time on, you know, arguing any of these values. And Burke Brokerage is here. Um, that's what we do. We've done plenty of them. Um, we can give you a value as of today um, with some comp- comparables so that you can go into the assessor's office, and it's actually on veterans, Correct where they would argue? The,
1: the the three places you can go are City Hall, Algiers Courthouse, and right off of Veterans, the Lakeview Christian Church. That's sort of near the old Troop B.
2: Okay, perfect. What would you recommend um, a homeowner bring with them if they want to appeal their value? I mean, we know that because we've been helping some of our clients, we're giving them comparables or whatever. What other documentation or support should they bring with them if they want to appeal their assessments.
1: So uh, we've encouraged people to look at anything they think that helps their case, right? So photos would be good for people who have older houses and you can show that mm-hmm. the building value hasn't increased. Two, a lot of people are bringing their insurance documentation with them saying my house is insured at, at Pick a number, $250,000, and yet you've assessed me at $750,000. That's a big difference between the two. Obviously, comparables is another big issue. Um, some people who have the time and money have appraisals that they're bringing with them to try and work some of it out. Uh, if you have your square footage information, we've seen people who've made changes based on square footage. Basically, anything that you can use physically that shows that the numbers should be changed or are wrong is something we encourage people to bring. And and don't think you're limited to one either. If you want to bring photos plus your square footage information, plus an appraisal, mm-hmm. plus your insurance documentation, bring it. Bring it all. Let, leave no stone unturned because it, it, it gives you a much stronger argument when you go to that appellate process.
2: Yeah, we had actually um, a client come in yesterday. And. He lives. He owns a house in Lake Vista that is 1945 house in original condition. He's also gathering some estimates for work that would need to be done. It needs a new roof. It needs shoring. So he's also getting estimates from a contractor to support his case, saying, "I don't understand why you tripled the value of my structure when it's got original plumbing, original electrical, you know." And so he's he's going a step further and getting the cost of improvements. To show why his his structure doesn't have the value he is not arguing the land most of us would agree that our land values needed to be adjusted but where i think a lot of people are having struggles is their structure value
1: that that's right we we want people to bring all the information um and and it's pretty much bound by only your imagination obviously in terms of being legitimate uh, things that you can bring in but but for somebody like that, they, they have a good cause. I haven't done anything in 70 years to my house. Right. Then then it's hard to say the value of the structure has increased when I really should have done A, B, and C if I want to make my house marketable. And, and and Debbie, just going back again, it's about setting expectations, I think, and communication. And and that's where I think people are struggling the most is this, this phase in that hasn't really happened coupled with seeing one number and then seeing a different number later on has been a lot.
0: Thank you so much for coming in today, and we're going to get you to come back.
1: Absolutely. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to the g podcast presented by Burke Brokerage Real Estate. Please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes and visit us online at gforcebygg.com.